So welcome to Robbie Downer. You're, you're on the spot. Robbie, tell us about yourself, who you are, what you like, what you don't like, anything. All right. Evening, Connor. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm a professional squash player um, from Portsmouth in England, but I've uh, been uh, adapting throughout the year and I've ended up in Prague and uh, yeah, continuing to yeah, improve my level uh, even during these times so that uh, yeah, I can keep okay. uh, going forward with it all. So yeah. So, I mean, everything, uh, take the positive things out of COVID. I've learned some positive things. I'm sure you have. Just landing up in Prague must be a positive thing. What, what did you uh, learn yeah. from it? Well, uh, I, I learned that I could have a better balance to my life uh, over here. Whereas in Nottingham, where I was previously for two years, it was fantastic for my squash. And I did have some good people around there, but it always felt only about my squash. And um, I did have good people in my corner, but they weren't always, um, you know, around the same uh, amount, you know, the the... There was it was a bunch of individuals that were I, I saw frequently, but it, over here I'm, I'm finding it to be much more of a, a team environment that's that's working out uniquely for me. So I don't know if it worked for everyone, uh, but it's it seems to have uh, opened up my my mind to to better ways. And uh, yeah, I love I love the place to be honest, and 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 the fact of being in Europe. So yeah. I'm going to fight. Yeah, my corner harder, but against any Brexit issues. So <laughs> we're not allowed to work, we're not allowed to mention Brexit here or okay. see things like that. You know, I'm just joking. Yeah. But uh, I've had enough of hearing Brexit. So, so um, tell me, we've also had uh, I can't remember a name. I should remember a name. Um, a Canadian women woman player who's moved to Egypt. Is this something that's going to happen more and more? I mean, I'm surprised that players haven't said, well, let's get out of this country or get out of that country and get new. You're new where you are to start afresh. Um, I mean, yeah, there's not many stories of people going to different countries. I mean, yeah, you've got Daniel Letourneau, who's moved that's to it. Egypt. Sorry, yes, sorry, Daniel. Um, I believe she's, uh, yeah, I think she's um, with an Egyptian over there and, and got a coach over there. And that was, I think it seems like a good move from what I gather as well. And then also Todd Harity, uh, towards the end of the first lockdown, he was in Bristol and then ended up in Cairo because he was living with Marwan. So yeah, that, that, those are two stories I know. I'm, I'm sure there are a couple more, but not to the extent that I thought there might be. I mean, I, I get a lot of people contacting me, going, "Oh, I wish I'd done what you'd done and gone to Europe and find you find my way." And yeah. you know, now none of them. None, I've had one or two mates that have tried to come and join for a bit of training, and uh, there's no flights; they're not allowed because of the yeah. variant of COVID. So. And it must be a, a cost effective and also you're focusing just on squash if, if we can talk about the squash in england which i always think is a not a positive thing you people contradict me doesn't matter the fact that the english tire the english players always seem like not fresh you know they're living squash 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 and team matches left right and center uh is that true or is that the false impression i have are you feel fresher yeah, in, in prague so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, my, I, I, I do. That is a real strong difference, actually, because when I, when I'm in England, through sheer financial survival, typically during the winter season, I'm playing two, three leagues a week, and I'm playing more of the closed satellite tournaments at weekends to try and earn, earn more money as well. So, yeah, I mean, I have during the in the last two years, I mean, I, the frequency of burnout was every six to eight weeks I would have burnout that would last for about a week, 10 days, maybe a bit longer if I didn't catch it soon enough. Yeah. Uh, 
whereas yeah my my attention on rest um and doing things which make me happy during these times is has been increased since i since i got over here because uh yes there are leagues in europe that will start up again but even they are factored in a bit more freely uh whereas yeah it was it was both something that made me play better like when i was in england the sheer volume of matches in leagues you know my my uh my approach to playing matches was good because I was so match ready, but yeah. you know, quite often I could, yeah, I could sustain that for like, yeah, you know, a month, month and a half, but then I'd, you know, I'd have PSA travel on top of that and training and then, it, you know, you cut, eventually something's going to give in, yeah. in that environment. So. Also the players like, uh, I don't know if this is correct way of saying things, they lose money, like on top of each other in England, you, everybody knows each other. It's the same old thing. Uh, Facebook, yeah. uh, there you're in Prague. I'm in Switzerland. I don't, I don't. I'm away from that, like you are. That must be a positive thing as well, no? Um, yeah, I mean, like you, you mean, uh, you mean like a competitive atmosphere in England? No, even everyone knows what you're doing. Uh, there's no, no so like privacy within the squash circle. Circle, you know. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like in England, I find it's like yeah, it's it's very, it's it's lots of clicks. You know, you've got different places around the country I mean obviously I was down in the south and doing a lot in London and had some good players and good coaches around there then I moved to Nottingham I was there for two years and, and obviously doing the Midlands and Northern Leagues and those players and yeah it does get you know you come, you, you're coming up against the same people spending time yeah. with the same so it does get um, it's, it's, a t it's uh, you know it's got its positives and negatives for that but yeah, yeah. in Europe I mean yes it's still very new to me I've, you know it's yeah. only you know I've I came for three weeks, three, four weeks in August, September, and then went off to, you know, went off to Germany and played a few tournaments in Switzerland and Austria. And then, yeah, I've been back to, I've been back in Czech since beginning in November. So I'm just, I'm, it still feels new, which is, which is, which is good. So you haven't joined like a Czech squash clan there. You haven't had to tattoo anything on your, your arm no. or love Czech or anything. <laughs> no, no, they, they take me as I am, luckily. Yeah, uh, good. With, with the hat on? With the hat on, yeah. I mean, it's cold. It's it's, it's snowy weather now, um, right. and yeah, I've got quite. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm I'm still getting used to having a few grey hairs as well, if I'm honest. So right. well, I'm just. Okay. <laughs> oh come on! You're lucky to have hair. I've kept mine. You'll keep yours as well. But truth be known, I'm going to have one last crack at growing it because I think I've probably saved myself about two hundred pounds from my, doing my own haircuts all year, just just shaving right. it off. Right. So you got to save money. You're a poor squash player. So, so let, let's go back to your, your background in squash. Name someone who you'd like to really thank. Your first coach, second coach, third coach, 10th coach, whatever. Who's I mean, the, oh, I've had some, I mean, the majority of my coaches have been key, but I've worked with a lot of people. I mean, I actually, I've been, I've been in touch a lot with my first ever coach. Uh, There's a guy called Owen Goodridge, who uh, I think he's, he, he's about six or so years older than me. I was nine years old and he was... 15 years old he's one of the top under 17 players and uh he was one of the best juniors at, at my club that I was playing at a lot uh, Leon Solon yeah. and um in Hampshire and uh yeah he was he was brilliant for me we had a really good connection um I, and I was he coached me you know I think right the way up until you know I think late yeah at least at least three to five years I think till under 15 or so right uh, and yeah then I've had lots of coaches in the Hampshire area, you know, and then I think, yeah, Tim Vale and Stacey Ross have been, you know, key coaches in my, in my junior career. 
Um, you know, they're, they're the ones I did the, the most with. There were, there were many other coaches as well I had done bits with. And then um, since moving to London, I, you know, I was seeing a lot uh, Robbie Temple and uh, Ben Ford. I, I, I did a bit with both of those and, and you know, had decent input with them for, for, for a year. But then, yeah, my, my sort of, uh, yeah, since then, uh, for the last five years, um, I've been working with Jonathan Kemp and going out to Qatar like a couple of times per year and getting involved in the setup there. And then, yeah, so, and working with uh, Chris Ryder in, in uh, Solihull for the last two years since I was in Nottingham. And yeah, I mean, to be honest, everyone that I've mentioned is is pretty much still involved in some way, whether it's friendship and, you know, a bit of a chat here and there, you know. But yeah, Kempy and Ryder, I still speak, you know, frequently with them and, I've got a, a psychology coach and I've got a, a mobility coach, Neil Brooker, who is a really good friend of mine. He's been, he, you know, he's, he helps me out in all the other areas and he's very inquisitive mind and he's just a year older than me. Um, but that, that works really well. And uh, yeah, now, now it's now getting on to some, uh, some new approach from the, from the guys in Prague. So yeah, it's, I've had some, had some good coaches. It's, it's just getting better and better. Cause yeah, I've, you know, any, anyone I've worked with. Um, yeah. And also, and also there was a, a year and a half, almost two years I was working with um, Joey Barrington as well. And, right. and that was, that was really good too. So, good. yeah. Sorry. So let's go back to your, your June days or even now. So you say we spoke a bit earlier, so you're about, you were 10 or you're 10 or 12 in England about that. Uh, yeah, like if, if you take it off the PSA rankings, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's any like, Retired. I mean, yeah. If you count people like Nick Matthew and stuff like that still floating about, then that would. Push, I think he'd still push me down. Right. But then I don't. There's any other because uh, it used to be there were so many players like Tim Bale and Stacey Ross who weren't PSA that you know you could argue were yeah. higher up in the. But there's there's not so many of them playing yeah. that that level now. But you're not you're not getting any support. When was the last time you got support financially or coaching? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm 28 now. I. Was getting. I was on the TAS scheme, so the Talented Athlete Scholarship scheme. I had it. I had a good few years of that from the age of I think 15 to 18, 19, and then uh, yeah, I was number one in Europe and number two in England. And uh, I think I went to one transitional squad, and um, yeah, they just yeah, like like many, they they just dropped me, and that was that was that. So, uh, it's, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty common and, right. you know, they'll, they'll give their reasons, but ultimately I think, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just indifferent. They, you know, they've got the, they've got the players they want to push forward. And, you know, I think I was, I accept I was a bit different and stuff and, you know, it's fine. And also initially I was a, a big difficulty, but I think, uh, down the line, you know, lots of twists and, and, uh, turns, but. I'm happy to be making my own journey. It's it's yeah. become very empowering, to be honest. So that's cool. So I mean, that's that, that that's good. You're you're pushing forward. There's a lots of kids uh, who who come out of squash because of such situations. My local federation they're proposing to pay coaching, but then they want the list of all my juniors, and then the regional coach will coach them, and that's that's not going to happen. So. So you're yeah, not uh, not really allowed to stay out of the system if you want to in many systems if if you want to move forward with them you know so yeah. it's a bit of a pity that happens in so many federations it's not just the, the English ones 
So yeah, what, I mean they've got they've got the they've got the direct line to a lot of the a lot of the money and the resources. So it's it's you, you know any country's going to have their 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 difficulties with that. I mean to to be honest, in in, in England it's been it's been getting better. At, you know yeah. my my, ex, my experiences were you know there were so many like mine and I've seen so many, like you said, I've seen so many people drop out of the sport because of these, these such things. Um, and uh, it, it's still, it is getting better. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a gradual process um, that I've seen. Yeah, actually, I mean, that's, I, I talk about these things. It doesn't make me necessarily popular, but I think it does do some good and does put pressure on, on federations. Um, um, yeah. I mean, to be quite honest with you, um yeah my dad uh he was he was big onto this stuff i mean he you know he was very outspoken uh in the way that it seems you you may be as well and uh yeah he i think he his 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 voice of opinion quite often probably landed me in some trouble at times <laughs> but afraid his mind but uh yeah. he, you know okay you know i never there was times where i felt that you know it could have it could have caused some issues but nothing he said wasn't true and there's yeah. nothing he, um there's nothing that i didn't agree with that he was saying so i never you know i never yeah. fought hard with him about it so yeah, uh, yeah well, i think it's better speak, better to speak the truth there's sometimes there's a ways ways of doing it and you think afterwards or oh, maybe you shouldn't have said it this way or that way but at the end of the day if it's, if, it, if it's true then then uh it should you shouldn't have to say it to be honest but uh yeah there you go yeah so what's the, uh, I mean, Prague is pretty, uh, Czech squash was pretty healthy a few years ago. They were making progress with juniors. So they still got juniors on court. They're coming knocking on the court trying to, trying to practice with you or? Um, yeah, no, I mean, no, it's, I'm not, I haven't really, um, again, like with, with juniors, I think, I'm not sure if he's 18 or 19, but I've been on court a couple of times with, uh, I think he's either 18 or 19, but he's one of the top in Europe for his age. And probably not far off top in one of the top in the world, Marek Panacek. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I've hit with him a couple of times, and uh, he reached semi-final with the tournament in Poland last week and took out some some pretty strong players. So uh, yeah, him and another guy, Vicky Bertis. I mean, they're both either, either just both out of juniors, or one is and one isn't. But they're yeah. they're two of the youngsters that are gonna you're gonna be seeing a lot of in the future, I think. That and. Uh, yeah, I don't know about younger than that. I haven't heard too much, but they're they're definitely invested in it. You know, they they really they're really trying to get Czech squash improved. So it, it looks it looks it looks good to me. Are they able to? Uh, I mean, Greg's been out there for a while. He, he's he's married to a Czech Czech woman. Um, are they able to get on court with him at all? Um, I think there's moments. I mean, at the moment, it's very it's very limited. Like, you know, it's. You know, sometimes we're in lockdown and we can't train, and sometimes it's only athletes that can train. I mean, it's it's been a while. It's been it's been a mat- number of weeks since uh, you know the clubs were open to the public and stuff. So um, yeah, outside of that, I'm not sure because obviously I haven't been here since November. Yeah. I'm not sure how it normally goes when all's open, but I know that I know from from what I've seen and what I've heard from others that yeah, Greg gives a fair amount back to be honest. So yeah, that's good. Um, I've seen enough of that during these times, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. I, I presume you can say hello, which will make me laugh in uh, Czech. Huh? In Czech, yeah, dobry yeah. den. I thought it was ahoy. No, ahoy. That's. I think that's like yeah. I mean, they people say that as well. All right. People, okay. People both. Okay. Yeah. Ahoy. Yeah. They say that. They say both. I still forget. 
what's which i just know that you can say both <laughs> i think so, I, anyway might be wrong so listen i i saw that you were crowdfunding so i thought uh, i'd like to help you so we're going to put this on to squash world one of the forums the worst oh, the worst squash forum in the world by the way i, I claim oh, really? that yeah we're the worst we try to be the worst so uh, well we got i think we've got like eighteen thousand members from all over the world so that's yeah. that's my humor um so to try and help you uh sell yourself sell your soul first for your squash career tell tell, tell, the, my, tell my soul something i've not really done before so right. I'm, yeah i think uh, these times i'm you know trying to trying to put myself out there a bit more and share my story at the moment so uh Go for it. yeah I'm, yeah i'm 28 years old and i'm currently ranked 121 um i yeah being in czech i've somehow managed and, and germany previously to this i've somehow been one of the few european players of my ranking that's actually had tournaments to play uh already i reached semi-finals in a tournament in poland last week and so uh february 1st whatever happens i'll have a new highest ranking and i'm really making a push for the top 100 at the moment and uh yeah so it's kind of all of my uh, earning opportunities at the moment, uh, I've had a few the last months from having tournaments to play, which were sheer luck. And that was helping me to continue this adventure and try and, you know, try and, try and break those uh, top 100 rankings. But now I'm sort of in a predicament of, you know, I've got one more event lined up at the end of the month and not sure what's after that. But in order to keep training here and stuff, I'm, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a situation where it's, it, it, it's, it seems difficult to keep it going so uh, i'm just trying to trying to get all the support i can to to go forward with that and beyond and you know i won't sell myself short i'm 28 and still aiming for the top and the very top to be honest because you know and that's again something which has been great to spend time around greg a lot because so many people are willing to say he can't do what he's setting out to do and try and get up there after all, all he's been through and at the age and stuff and I have people asking me left, right and centre, like, oh, you done, Rob? You want to retire, Rob? And and truth is, like, you know, I've dealt with a lot the last number of years and I, I'm 28 now and I, w I think it would be a joy to play to Greg's age and, you know, follow in, in some steps to, you know, that, that love for the game if the body and mind want to do it and can do it. So, yeah. So what do you, your, your crowdfunding, we'll put the, uh, the link on the interview later when I, when I did it. So what are you looking for? How much money do you need? How much money you got? Um, so I'm, I'm looking for uh, £1,500 and I think I've raised about 250 already. And okay. that's, that's, that, that, that figures to, you know, try and enable me stability for the next three months of living and training. Um, right. I've missed out with, uh, the, object, the regular earning I would, I would normally be able to have in normal times. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to raise. Okay. Do, do, do I get a cut? I didn't tell you about you the percentage. <laughs> hey, can you, sell, can you send us a Robbie Downer t-shirt? I'll, I'll dedicate a cross Scott Nick just to you. <laughs> uh, Rumour has it you never hit a cross Scott Nick. You'll be the first. No, I'm pretty linear. Yeah, that's why... Yeah, that's why they love. To, that's why they like to watch me in England. I just I really grind <laughs> all day long. Boast and drive. Is that your game? You've got a typical English game, boast and drive. I actually love boast and drive. That's right. one thing. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is about. I love boats and drive big time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it really gets me into good 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 habits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, okay. Or Ali or Ali game, but you can change with a cross court neck. This right. is a great one. Okay. We'll we'll try that. We'll try that. So a lot of our members don't know what a nick is or what a no. cross court is, so I'll have to inform them, but but never mind. So listen, uh, thanks very much for for uh, spending time and we hope that you uh, climb up the rankings. If you don't climb up the rankings, will you refund? That's what we want to know. So, uh, we, remember, hang on. Charlene from Dover in Kent wants to know if she can have a photo of you taking a t-shirt off like Mustafa. Oh, right. Um... I don't, oh, yeah, I mean, like, if it's El, El Guna and we're at the beach, then yeah, I'll do it. But I don't think I would do it after winning a match. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, he no. got, uh, I mean, he got too much stick. I saw a few things on, on comments and some racist remarks. Uh, that, that's, that I don't condone on the, the forum. We've said some hard things, but fair, fair. But uh, we're not into racism, so. Most of um, I didn't know it got to that point. I mean, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's controversial. Everything yeah. that's gone on, I didn't realise that. Been, yeah, I haven't looked through everything on on that because yeah. there's uh, been a lot of hype and controversy over it all. But yeah, yeah. At, at the end of the day, he's nothing. I don't know. In in my day, with the around the time of Dip Bar and all that, he he is he's an angel compared to some of the guys on the tour then. So <laughs> maybe we've we've been gifted since since then. We haven't had too many idiots. Yeah, I mean, you so need I'm, to. Have... I'm not saying he's an idiot, by the way, but uh, all this fuss over a T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, people doing daring things and and yeah. acting out in in different ways. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. You haven't had had too much. I mean, yeah, it, it seems it seems bigger than than ever because of the uh, the professionalism seen most of the time at the top of the sport. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like personally, there are there are good and bad things about what the guys do stuff and you know i know i know where i stand with that and how i like to, to see the game and yeah. and um but yeah like i mean yeah the that, that era that you're talking about with ditmar and all of that yeah definitely some wily characters <laughs> i mean like yeah i think i i think i joined the tour at the tail end of of some of those still being on top those type of characters and yeah. it's uh it's, it's, it was interesting i mean like yeah if i'd have been if I'd have been on tour ten years young, younger, I'd have probably been a lot tougher because you'd have had, you had to be. Yeah. I and mean, it's it's it's, t it's tough enough, you yeah. know, now the level of the tour and stuff. But yeah, with the more wily characters, it's yeah, quite something. There you go. So listen, it's uh, it's time for dinner in uh, Geneva. Walk the dogs. Love so uh, thanks very much for your time. We'll have a little chat. We'll stay on afterwards. But uh, best of luck. So everyone on Squash World. Send your money. Is it what? What's the website you're on? Which uh, crowdfunding? Uh, it's on GoFund. GoFund. Yeah, so GoFundMe. We send the link. Send him. It's twenty-five quid, all right? Oh, any like any honestly anything like honestly whatever whatever yeah any any help. I mean any you know even even if they can't support financially, if they want to put a comment or you know yeah. no, no, then then go for it. It's just okay. uh, all part of the journey. Okay. Thanks a lot, yeah. uh, Rob. Best of luck and uh, enjoy being in the quiet side of Europe. Out yeah, of no, the limelight. Thanks a lot for having me on, Connor. Okay, Brilliant. take care. Cheers.